الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألا بذكر الله تطمئن القلوب الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات طوبى لهم وحسن مآب وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إنما الغنى غنى النفس او كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام honorable ulama ikram respected elders brothers and sisters in islam a very common problem we find ourselves in today is that our hearts are very very restless void of peace and contentment no matter what we feed that heart it just isn't enough Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a complaining tone says in the Holy Quran, قُلْ لَوْ أَنْتُمْ تَمْلِكُونَ خَزَائِنَ رَحْمَةِ رَبِّي إِذَا لَأَمْسَكْتُمْ خَشَّةَ الْإِنْفَاقُ وَكَانَ الْإِنْسَانُ قَتُورًا No matter how much insan has, it will never be enough. Even if the entire reserve bank was at his disposal, it still wouldn't be enough. وَكَانَ الْإِنسَانُ قَتُورًا By nature, insan is very miserly. By nature, insan is very, very ungrateful. In a hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Even if the son of Adam had been given one valley of gold, still this will not be enough for him. He'll want another valley, and a third valley, and a fourth valley. It'll never stop. Nothing will fill his mouth except the sand of his qabr that is thrown over him and this is when he leaves the world, when he passes away. So in simple terms, insan's heart never stops worrying and never stops desiring for more. As the poet says, رَأَيْتُكَ جَالِسًا مُسْتَقْبِلِي فَعَلِمْتُ أَنَّكَ لِلْهُمُومِ قَرِينُ هَوِّنْ عَلَيْكَ وَكُمْ بِرَبِّكَ وَاثِقَ فَأَخُدْتَ وَكُّلِ شَأْنُهُ التَّهْوِينُ طَرَحَ الْأَذَى عَنْ نَفْسِهِ فِي رِزْقِهِ لَمَّا تَيَقَّنَ أَنَّهُ مَضْمُونُ I watched you very closely and the very expression on your face showed me that you are a victim of depression. You are gripped by depression. My advice to you is take life one step at a time and adopt tawakkul in your life and adopt the ability to leave your problems and your matters in the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By just changing your mindset that I'm in the driver's seat to Allah is taking care of all my affairs, you take a burden, a boulder off your shoulders. لَمَّا تَيَقَّنَ أَنَّهُ مَضْمُونُ أَلَا إِلَى اللَّهِ تَصِيرُ الْأُمُورِ As Allah says in the Qur'an, come to your senses and realize that Allah is holding the reins and you are not in charge. So what is causing this restlessness 
and this lack of peace in our hearts, the main cause by and large are two things. One is the expectations and the hopes that we put in this world of deception. Verily, it is a world of deception. Allah announces it in Quran and says, This world is nothing but a deception. So today hasn't finished, but I'm worried about what's going to happen tomorrow, what I'm going to earn tomorrow. Allah says, no soul knows what is going to earn tomorrow. As Allah says in the hadith Qudsi, Yabna Adam, لا تسألن رزق غد فإني لم أسألك عمل غد فإني لم أسألك عمل غد O son of Adam, don't ask for tomorrow's risk because I didn't ask you for tomorrow's deeds. Allahu Akbar. So the pressures of society, the pressures of our family, the pressures sometimes we put on ourselves have brought us this unnecessary anxiety and worry and grief. For example, that holiday that we are dreaming of is beyond our financial capacity. But because my family expects it, because my society will frown at me if I didn't meet those expectations, I will go out of my way, fall into debt, go the extra mile just to meet expectations of others. When you are drowning in that debt and you are in that problem, and you are losing sleep, they won't even lose a wink of sleep. Allahu Akbar. As they say in English, today we buy things we don't need with money we don't have to impress people we don't like. To impress people we don't even like. So the day you put yourself into debt and unnecessary expenses, you are forcing yourself to worry about tomorrow's risk. You are forcing yourself to uh, anxiety, to problems, hence leaving you anxious and tense, worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. What is our solution? The solution is to love to please your Creator. Don't waste your time living to please the world, because the world, no matter what you do, they will be unpleased. As the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that if you love this world to please people, a time will come that people will become unhappy with you and you will gain the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if you love your life to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and at the displeasure of people, very soon Allah will be happy with you and Allah will make the people happy with you. Subhanallah. So always remember, You have a family to feed, not a community to impress. The second cause is that what we look at. Those things that we look at has a very, very subtle effect on our hearts. We open our Instagram and the first thing we see is the next man's million dollar car in his garage. We are humans. We have blood. Blood runs through our veins. Obviously, your heart will desire what someone else has. Obviously, your desire, your heart will desire something that you saw, that you liked. Quran profoundly says, 
ولا تمدن عينيك إلى ما متعنا به أزواجا منهم زهرة الحياة الدنيا لنفتنهم فيه ورزق ربك خير وأبقى Don't stretch your eyes at the glamour that Allah has given someone else. That's their own test. Allah says this is the test that we are putting them through. Perhaps they have other worries that you don't know about. So don't stretch your eyes to the belongings of others. Because they also are being tested in their own way. Then Allah says, وَرِزْقُ رَبِّكَ خَيْرُ وَأَبْقَى The risk your Lord gives you is better for you. And the risk that Allah will give you in the akhirah is much greater and everlasting. Allahu Akbar. You know, in English they say, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at also change. So the man changed his house, he changed his wife, he changed his phone. But still he is in parishan. He still is in depression. He's still sad. Why? Because he didn't change himself. He didn't bring change to himself. Allahu Akbar. As the poet says, هِيَ الْقَنَاعَةُ فَالْزَمْهَا تَعِشْمَلِكَا لَوْ لَمْ يَكُمْ مِنْهَا إِلَّا رَاحَةَ الْبَدَنِ وَانْظُرْ لِمَنْ مَلَكَ الدُّنْيَا بِأَجْمَعِهَا هَلْ رَاحَ مِنْهَا دُونَ الْقُطْنِ وَالْكَفَنِ Allahu Akbar. He says, The solution to the problem of depression, of anxiety, of worries, it is qana'ah, it is contentment. And the answer to your restlessness is be content. Be content. Adopt this in your life and you will live like a king without a throne. Ta'ish malika, Even if you don't have uh, uh, the greatest of cars, the greatest of homes. But if you have a working body, a heart that functions, uh, uh, you know, feet that work, hands that work, Allahu Akbar, you are like a king, even if you don't have a dime in your pocket. Allahu Akbar. Look at those before you who had millions and billions in their accounts. They had millions and billions uh, in their pockets, they could spend it free will. Look at them. The day they closed their eyes, what did they leave this world with? They may have left with three pieces of cloth. What else did they leave this world with? With nothing in their hands. You know, Dulqarnain, one day, he called his followers and he said, Oh, my followers, I have one request. That when I leave this world, place my hands out of my kafan so that the whole world can see that that man who once upon a time owned the whole dunya in its entirety, he owned the east and the west. Allah mentions it in the Quran. He owned the east and the west, but he told his followers that leave my hands out of the kafan so the world can see I also Leave this world with nothing in my hands. I will take nothing with me into my grave. Allahu Akbar. So if we are not content today, a day will come where even after we acquire what we want, we will still be chasing, still be running after those things that we think will bring us peace. But it's actually a false notion. 
Allah says it time and time again in Quran that dunya illa This world is only a deception. Today we think that we will acquire happiness with that item that I purchase, with that thing I have in my hand. But wallahi, that thing will not bring you peace. It is only Allah who will bring you peace in your heart once you adopt contentment. Once you adopt tawakkul in your life, Allah says it is only with the dhikr of Allah that the hearts find rest, the hearts find peace, the hearts find contentment. Allah says in another verse in Quran, Sabiqu ila rabbikum. The competition that you should have is not for the worldly life, but rather it is for the life of the Akhirat. And in another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Quran that there are five, sti- five uh, uh, stages in a person's life where a person, lahu wa la'ib. Allah says in Quran, اعلموا أنما الحياة الدنيا لعب وله وزينة وتفاخر بينكم وتكاثر في الأموال والأولاد. Allah says there are different stages in life. First you go through lahu, then la'ib, then you want uh, uh, vanity, then you want uh, extra money. Allah says all these stages come in in a person's life. But then when a person attains this, a person attains this. فَتَرَاهُ مُصْفَرًّا You will see him like he is empty-handed. Allahu Akbar, I always give this example. Like a child that goes to a, a store and they want to buy a certain toy. When they go and get that certain toy, before they get that certain toy, they are restless. They wake up in the morning, early in the morning, begging the parents, come, let's go to the shop. What time are we going? Is it 10 o'clock as yet? They are, their desire is... That only. They forget about everything. And then they get into the shop. They run straight to the aisle. They grab that toy. And when they take out, take that toy, the, the mother says, please don't open it now. We'll open it at home. That child is rearing and, and his heart is bursting to open that toy. And then all of a sudden he gets home in the car. Or sorry, in the car. While he's in the car, he's driving. Or the mother is driving and he's looking at this toy, holding uh, uh, this toy as though that is the greatest thing in the world. And then he gets home. He runs into the house before the mother, opens that toy, and he plays with that toy. His heart feels fulfilled for that moment. And then a few hours later, the mother looks for him, finds him in another room, or finds him gone out. And the child has left that toy under the bed. You ask the child, where's the toy? No, no, I don't know where I put it. The child feels empty-handed. Subhanallah, this is how the dunya works. You desire something for years and years and years. And then when you get the degree and that piece of paper, it's worth nothing to you. Then you are looking for the next goal. Allah says, فَتَرَاهُ مُسْفَرًّا you will see insan, when he acquires all these things of dunya, he'll think, he thinks it's going to make him happy. He thinks his heart will find peace. But you will look at him and you will find him empty-handed. dunya illa Verily, this world is but a deception.
Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us a solution to this. And Allah's Nabi said, Unzuru ila man huwa asfalu minkum, wa la tanzuru ila man huwa fawqakum, fa huwa ajdaru alla tazdaru ni'matallahi alaykum. Look at those who are under you. Look at those who are below you. And don't look at those above you. Why? Because if you look at those above you, you will forget what you have. You have a nice house, a nice car, but you're looking at someone with a mansion, with an aeroplane. So what happens? Immediately, you belittle your car. No, I have nothing. I don't have a nice house. So the next time you happen to see someone with something that is better than yours, then thank Allah and praise Allah for what that person has. But also make shukr for what you have. And say, oh Allah, there are so many people that are below me that don't have what I have. So how can I be ungrateful? How can I be upset with the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? You know, on a lighter note, they say that the three wishes of a man, he wishes he is as handsome as his mom thinks he is. He wishes he has as much money as his son thinks he is. You know, my son, sometimes we're sitting with a bit of money. My son comes, hey, Abi, you can buy a plane with this money. So he wishes he has as much money as his son thinks he has. And lastly, he wishes he has as many women as his wife suspects him to have. As his wife suspects him to have. Allahu Akbar. Allah forgive us. And I end now with a hadith, an amazing hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And every time I quote this hadith, Allahu Akbar, it gives me a shiver down my spine. Allah's Nabi calls Abu Dhar radiallahu anhu and says, Ya Abu Dhar, atara anna kathrata al-mali huwa al-ghina wa qillata al-mali huwa al-faqr. Oh Abu Dhar, do you think that the acquisition of a lot of money is, is richness and is uh, uh, wealth? And do you think that the acquisition of very little money is poverty? Naam, Ya Rasulullah. He says, yes, O Nabi of Allah. This is the apparent definition. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, No, Abu Dhar, innama al-ghina, ghina al-qalb, wal-faqru, faqru al-qalb. O Abu Dhar, true wealth lies in the heart, is the wealth of the heart, and true poverty is the poverty of the heart. Then Allah's Nabi goes on and says, Man kana al-ghina fi qalbihi, فَلَا يَضُرُّهُ مَا لَقِيَ مِنَ الدُّنْيَا That person who has wealth at heart, who is rich at heart, bring any challenge of the dunya and place it in front of him and he'll walk out with a smile. وَمَنْ كَانَ الْفَقْرُ فِي قَلْبِهِ فَلَا يُغْنِيهِ مَا أُكْثِرَ مِنَ الدُّنْيَا And that person who does not have contentment and that person who is poor has poverty in his heart Bring the entire dunya in front of him. Bring everything in front of him. Millions and billions. That will never quench his thirst. That will never satiate him, no matter how much he has. Allah says in Quran, and I end with this verse, It is only the dhikr of Allah. Having Allah in your life, that's the only thing that will bring contentment and bring happiness and peace to your heart. May Allah give us peace. May Allah save us from all types of worries and anxiety. And may Allah give us afia in this dunya and in the akhirat. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.